When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, boys, only 10 matches to go. What's going to happen? 10 more. And I've been wondering when we were going to have a day off because we played more games than everyone else. It looks nice that we're, we have a chance to go top of the table here, but I've been wondering when we were going to have a day off. Uh, those damn games in hand always complicate things. <laughs> so that is why we're bringing on an expert. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everybody looks around. Who? What? The day has finally come. We're bringing on Chad... Chad Smith is here. Welcome, man. The day is finally here. You're in the mountains, but you're not really in the mountains. It looks good. I like it. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. I'm good, good to be back. Ironic that I moved to Missouri and we don't get to do it uh, in person still. So, Well, we're glad to have you. I wanted to talk about the article that you wrote. Vermees just recently laid out a, a bit of a plan for spending the Busio money. Where's this money going, Chad? Tell us. Well, it's not getting spent now, which I think we all kind of knew, right? The summer window is closed, so there really can't be any outlay of money besides signing like a free agent, somebody that's out of contract, right? So he said he's going to spend it in the winter window, or he alluded to the winter window, and he says, you know, we've heard Peter talk about this before, right? He only wants to bring in moves when they can come through preseason, so this fits that MO. But he laid out some details that I just thought were pretty fascinating, talking about 
has this whole shadow team. He's got a shadow team of 18 to 19 year olds. He's got another one of like that fit into the like second team. There's all like for every position across the board, a little bit older, a little bit younger, people that fit that U22 initiative. It's kind of interesting. It's worth a listen for sure. A shadow team. So basically he, you know, we all know that Sporting Kansas City runs the 4-3-3 formation. You know, they do it from the first team all the way down through the lowest levels of their academy. We can watch it with Sporting Kansas City 2. And then he's got players at every position all around the world that they're kind of like targeting as a potential fill-in that he talked about how you know conversations are already being had because you can't wait until the window's open right the window's not very long you got to be laying out these plans ahead of time so that you're ready to to make a signing when the window does open that's why you know often we'll hear the announcements before the windows even open and then when the window officially opens you know the player can get their transfer certificate and come join the team in preseason and, you know, kind of be a full participant there, but lots of targets, it sounds like, and just got to decide which one do they want to prioritize over somebody else. Trader Pete. I mean, shadow teams, that seems, that seems pretty crazy, but you know, MLS going to MLS, right? I just, it screams to me that he's like incredibly organized. You know, I can't even imagine like a look inside this man's brain and like all the time he spends thinking about this. And a lot of times it feels like there isn't a plan and it it sounds pretty clearly like there is a plan. It's just a matter of like convincing people to come to Kansas City. Yeah. And I yes, that's the whole thing right there. Has he earned in my head? Yes. The man has earned the benefit of the doubt on on uh on bringing in a player and like when he does bring in a player if it's gonna work or not of course there have been some that haven't but who uh, what you know what coach isn't going to have that but are you confident you know in the way he'll spend this money where are you at on peter vermees we're very we're very peter vermees positive this on this show here (laughs) i'm a in peter we trust guy i mean i would say he hits more than he misses, right? Even things where it looks like a miss, right? Trading away Ike Opara, I think everybody was so upset. And then, mm-hmm. and sadly, Ike's out of the league. You know, he's dealing yep. with injuries or, or whatever. It's keeping him away from soccer. And mm-hmm. I don't I feel like he, he's definitely, he's developed this system. And he's finding players that fit it. I feel like they're hitting more than they're missing for sure. I thought one interesting part of it, Chad, was he, he does get even more specific. Are we looking for a central defender? A left wing, a left defender. Interesting. You mentioned those three positions. Yeah, I thought it was odd, too, that he said left wing because it's like, isn't maybe the best player on the team, Daniel Shallowy? And maybe before the season, we were all saying, this team doesn't have any left wingers. Who's going to play left wing? And, you know, secretly down low, he knew Daniel was coming. He broke the curse. (laughs) Well, I took that as maybe meaning there's a player, like that they have a chance to sign and he happens to have experience on the left wing. They're going to take a player when they become available, even if it's going to cause like congestion at a certain spot. So I don't know. Maybe that means, you know, he does that. There's a specific player in mind already. And the specific mention of a number 10 is interesting, too, because a lot of people say, oh, 433 doesn't have a 10. But who knows? Well, and I think we can look at those eights and see some of the eights are more like tens and some of the eights are more like eights, right? Like Roger, you're never going to pretend that that guy's kind of a 10, but like, God, he get the, you know, yeah, maybe he's kind of like yeah. a 10 a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And Sporting KC's number eight is a right back. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, what's happening now. The real, no, no more hypothetical. Two to nothing over the Chicago Fire. 
after uh you know four game worrying stretch there four games yes four games uh worrying stretch there but a nice win over I, lo- I love beating a 96 team not much history in mls but let's go taking it back to 96 i like playing the fire I like beating the fire a lot so that one was good and i don't uh, want to be that guy but didn't the fire come in 97 Oh wait! <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Oh, and they won MLS. Actually, was it ninety-seven or was it ninety-eight? Oh, they're not a true a true ninety-sixer. No, nope. oh. they're the expansion team that went to MLS Cup. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, good job. Well done. That's why but, you brought me on, right? For history, because clearly good. I'm the one that knows the history. Like, <laughs> but I kept going back to the past during the game of the first game at Children's Mercy Park. A zero zero draw where the cow scored the goal and that was it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank yeah. God it wasn't a repeat of that. But no, the fast start. I mean, finally, right? We get a goal early. We got two goals early. It's about time. The whole season of like falling behind early and trying to come back. It's nice to not only score early, but break a record in how fast they scored two goals. That's <laughs> that's wild. And if you watched uh, my part cut out of the broadcast, it didn't even come in until four minutes and something into the game. So it was already one nothing. And I was like, oh, well, I guess they scored. <laughs> yeah. And the new guy scoring to too. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. The, the goal was definitely given to us that first one, but Ho- Jose Mari, M- Maori. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. I said it right. <laughs> Added a little, a little more flair to it than we've been doing. Uh, Mallory, yeah, if you, that's just one of those. If you don't, you can't score if you don't shoot. But it was definitely a gift from the keeper. <laughs> There's a reason Bobby Shuttleworth is bouncing around the league, right? <laughs> I just, I love that it was Bobby Shuttlesworth. It just makes me laugh. Like I feel like, I feel like he's just had so many moments where you can point and laugh at him throughout his career. I don't, that might not even be true. It just seems like I laugh at Bobby Shuttlesworth a lot. I assume it's your bias against goalkeepers, but I don't yes, know. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> uh, what do you? So, what have you guys thought of Jose Mauri so far? I would say he, you know, struggled a little bit maybe in that first game. And Peter talked about how he didn't even really want to play him. It was just like a he was kind of forced into playing him so quickly because mm-hmm. Remy Remy Voltaire had been suspended, <laughs> and then. Uh, then Roger gets suspended, so you, you keep being in these back-to-back situations. So it'll be interesting to see, does he play him again on Wednesday, or does he go back to guys that have had more time in the system? And I'm sorry to the listeners who want to talk more about Jose Jose Maury, but I just can't get over this apparent new new player that we have named Voltaire running around <laughs> on the field. What's going on with that? Oh, my God. All of a sudden, like he starts. There's a number fifty-four. Voltaire gets the gets the pass. I'm like standing up, trying to get in close to the TV. I'm like, who is? Is this a Swope Park Ranger that I don't know? No, we've just decided to just. It's not Remy Walter anymore. It is Remy Voltaire. No, was this Bucati or who was this? This is Bucati. Yes, sorry oh. for the listeners. Bob doesn't know. Bob was at the game as a fan, <laughs> enjoying himself. So he didn't get. He didn't. He didn't learn about our new player. <laughs> Yeah, and I heard Nate talk about it on his on their podcast on the radio show, the Sporting Kansas City Show, and he talked about how Remy just kind of casually pronounced his name differently, and he asked him, "Oh, is that how you say your name?" He's like, "Oh, it's fine. You just say it however you want." And he kind of like, "No, tell me how you want us to say it so I yeah. can say it right." And he, you know, is making a point to. I feel like he's extra emphasizing it, but it yeah, I want to get it right. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's it. The whole game, it just sounded weird to me as I kept hearing him say it, but I'm glad they were getting it right. Yeah, I do. You, you feel bad for someone 
who doesn't speak up about their name being pronounced so terribly wrong. Like that makes me feel bad for them. So I'm glad I'm glad we've got that correct. This perception, right, of French people being rude, and he's being just so incredibly polite yeah. that he can't, can't even correct somebody saying his name wrong. So, <laughs> Going back to Jose, I mean, it took Walter a while to adapt and become the solid player that he is now. At least I think he's pretty solid. So, yeah, I think Jose's got the tools. It'll just be a matter of time. Hopefully, you know, the sooner the better because we're getting into the last 10, and it is uh, stretch run time. Chad, do you like Voltaire so far? Yeah, I would agree with what uh, Robert said there in the sense that at first I was like, oh, man, did we miss on this signing? Is Sporting kind of like have a fail here? And then it's like he got hurt. He was away for a while. And when he came back, it's like a different player. And I think it goes back to a lot of these guys kind of like Peter is always talking about. They need time in the system. They need to go through all the preseason. They need to get those repetitions with their, their teammates so they're in the right spot. They're anticipating where they should be, you know, moving properly. And I imagine Maori is going to be the same thing because, again, Peter does seem to be kind of hitting on these guys lately. But it also all begs the question, still, what the hell's the deal with Felipe Hernandez? Yeah, we've been missing Felipe on this show. Have we Have we brought you into this convo yet, Chad? Uh, I miss him as well. I'm a, I'm, I stand for Felipe, as the kids are saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's sad. I, I asked Peter about it in last week's press conference, and he basically said no update, personal issues. And, you know, you don't want to pry, you don't want to be rude. So yeah. just kind of respect that privacy and hope that whatever's going on in his life will be okay soon and he can yeah. return to the team. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wednesday's match against the Minnesota. The Minnesota. Minnesota <laughs> United FC. Well, um, the good news there is that Emmanuel Reynoso won't be there because his playing time has been limited. At least if he's there, it'll be limited. So that's a good thing. When you said the Minnesota United, it just kind of reminded me of a former writer on our site that would always refer to them as Southern Canada United. And I was like, oh, you know, just call them whatever you want, Cody. Embrace it. <laughs> the Minnesota United FC. Who will we have back there? I was trying to frantically look up here. We need a stats guy. We need to bring deep. That's what we need to bring Greenwald on here to be our stats guy. What's the injury situation looking like? When are we going to get back Issy? So I kind of obsess over the injury report, as you guys may notice on the constant articles about injury update, injury update. Um, So I'm asking you. He's back. He's back. He was not on the report at all for the last game. So he is available to be chosen and... I don't know. Uh, Peter was talking about he just needs to work himself back to fitness because they're just trying to take it easy, not take any chances. Obviously, he's had two similar injuries this year. You don't want to lose the guy again with only 10 games to go. Okay, so yeah, I thought I remember them talking on the broadcast about him, and I I was thinking he was available, but I uh, I thought he did have a, a designation still. That, Are you surprised that Peter didn't sub him into the game? I mean, you know, Peter's <laughs> famous for using all his subs. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Anybody else concerned about Polito? I had a huge ice pack on his knee after the game, and he went down late in the game, looked like he was bothered. And I think it's been a consistent thing or a 
pestering me that's uh, been the last couple of weeks. It seems like it. I'm nervous every time he goes down, every time he gets touched. It seems like there's an issue. I'm always nervous. I just I feel the worst every time because it's like they're up two to nothing. Why not sub him out of the game and then instead wait till he takes another knock and has to come out of the game? And he seems so fed up. He's like throwing his shin guards on the ground and everything and, you know, maybe get him out of there a little earlier. I thought somebody in our comments speculated that maybe um, Maori also took a knock and that's why he came off early and Shelton replaced him which was mm. weird. Why are you going with four forwards when you're winning by two goals instead of Shelton was maybe going to replace Pluto. I, I liked that explanation. Like he'd been up and warmed up. So they just stuck him into the game where they stuck him in and Pluto kind of dropped back into the midfield yeah, he did. To, to take more of a beating, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the plan. Put Pluto back there, take more of a beating. Yeah. Well, nobody takes a beating like Shelton and no one dis dishes it out like Shelton either. He, yeah. can, he can just absorb a, a tackle like it's nothing. It kind of reminds me of reminds me of Yaya Toure. I don't know if you guys watched a lot of him. I was a Manchester City fan. And it would just, you know, you just watch this player. He'd he'd be running. Somebody's coming in full steam. You think he's there, he's going to get pushed off the ball and then just kind of sticks out a leg. And then the guy's just repelled. And Kyrie just, he yeah, he he absorbs tackles and just kind of bodies. Me. It's, it's just very impressive. He's impossible to shove off the ball. Did you Did say you were a fan? Yeah, that's the way I was going to say. Did you say you were a Manchester City fan? What? Yes, I, I was and am. I'm just saying I oh, was okay. also back then, yeah. Because Yaya is no longer around. Was. Right, was, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you for correcting that. I like how we both heard it, though, too. We both had the same question. <laughs> yeah, it must have I mu It must have sounded wrong. No, I, uh, I had on a Man City jersey this weekend. Don't worry, guys. Are you a Ted Lasso fan, Cody? Yes, I am. And I... <laughs> I, well, yeah, I guess we can't do any spoilers in that in that show, but well, uh, I haven't watched it yet, so let's not spoil it any further. I know it's my own fault, but I have like 400 <laughs> streaming services, and Apple Plus isn't one of them. I'll, I'll even, get around. Not to even it. season one. I haven't watched any of it. We're gonna okay. watch it. I've convinced my wife, and she's on board, and it's gonna be our next family show. I don't know if it's a good family show, but <laughs> Robert, that's what we're gonna go with. Current on it? Are you? There's some cussing. What was that, Cody? Are you current on that show? Or oh yes. You... Oh yes. Is the where do you stand on the new season? I know there's been some debate. It started slow, like the first season did, and the end of the last game, of the last episode of the first season, I was like, yeah, because some of the soccer they don't get right. Yeah, you know? and it's like, eh. but I mean, the characters and the storylines are are just so strong, and so that carries it for me. The soccer, yeah, but uh, we, second we season has gotten better. We could do an entire show on on how bad soccer is done in all soccer shows and movies uh -huh. ever. It's just it it seems to be a, a difficult thing to get to fake quickly in movies. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I agree. They, it's not they don't do it terribly though. In the realm of some bad ones I've seen, it's not that terrible. <laughs> You know, I actually watched a soccer show based on your recommendation, or should we say football, the English game. You were talking about it on a podcast, and I was like, you know what, I got to check it out. And they're running these formations with like eight forwards. I was like, is this what football used to be? And I had no, I, I had no idea. I was like, is this made up? They're like, they're like locking arms almost and running straight <laughs> down the field. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good show. Have you done that one, Robert? Uh, no, I have not. I'll check it out, though. It is definitely not like the soccer part of it is not like not the focus of it. It is a very, you know, 
period piece drama but uh yeah it's it's good i enjoyed it i think the football soccer made me stick it out more than i maybe would have otherwise because it was oh, yeah. very very english very english very english my but my favorite thing about that show called the english game the show about the english game is about a, a an irishman that comes there and teaches them all how to play that's true <laughs> tells them that none of them know what they're doing and he teaches them all how to play <laughs> Any final takes here on Minnesota United, the Minnesota United versus Sporting KC? Um, I tell you, I looked at their form table here, and they've only won one of their last five, so they're not doing particularly great. But uh, you know, they obviously had Sporting's number the last time, so zero uh, zero last time in August, right? Is that? Yeah, they won every statistical category. Of course, that was the game with Remy Walters red card at the what the 21st minute so not surprising that it was uh not one of our strongest showings voltaire right yeah <laughs> but um you know like i said reynoso is injured he's not playing that definitely makes a difference for minnesota so that's a, a good thing on our side okay good i was not aware of that thank you yeah that makes me feel better about it yeah, and I think if we go back to that game before the Voltaire red card, uh, <laughs> Minnesota wasn't playing that well, and Sporting looked like they kind of maybe had things going their way. So, yeah, I mean, 0-0 is never a bad result when you're down a man. So We okay. could have gone for a 0-0 against LAFC, right? Ugh. With only 10 left, guys, we need every point we can get. You know, if we want to catch Seattle, if that's the goal. I mean, to you guys, Supporter Shield's out the window, right? So it's winning the West is our priority. Yes, because I, the East is bullshit. <laughs> They're so bad. Nobody can catch New England or even slow them down a little bit. I mean, they beat New York yeah. City FC the other day, and they were supposed to be sneaking up on everybody. <laughs> yes, win the West, get that home field advantage. That's the goal. Okay. Do we want sporting to have home field advantage? Is this a controversial take to say <laughs> they're not great at home? I mean, sure, they beat the lowly Chicago Fire at home, but how, how dare I, you? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, from a covering the game and fan perspective, you want home games, and statistically, you usually want home games. But yeah, gosh, wouldn't it be great to you know, like I don't know, like going on the road in the playoffs does seem tougher, but. The sporting play better when they're not being bunkered against, and they're going to bunker if they're the home team. You know, the other teams are going to bunker against them, I should say. All right. Well, partially accurate information. So, question Is it one game in the playoffs or is it a home and away? I believe it's still one and done. So, you would think in that situation you'd, you'd want the home field advantage, but anything yeah. can happen in one game. Yep. Well, Chad, I was about to thank you for coming on and invite you back again, but then you finished off the show with the take about not having home field advantage. I don't, I don't know if I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. I mean, I definitely want them to win their games and have home field advantage. I just, you know, I, I was trying to do the say something prophetic. Maybe it'd be better to be on the road. <laughs> it's a valid point. It is. Thanks for coming on, and we're gonna try to have guests. We're setting dates now, planning in advance. Yeah, I definitely hope to have you back, man. It won't be years in between like last time. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Well done, man.
again Give me beer or whiskey when I gin Anything to shake this but I'm in My football team's got me drinking My football team's got me drinking My football team's got me drinking